0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon, Simon Marcel, at your service. Before we start the show, my producer Jill told me something very interesting. She's online dating uh, on the East Coast, and um, so she has great stories. And she met actually a guy who speaks French. We were trying to determine if he was from France, Belgium, Switzerland. But then I said, you like him? And she goes, "Eh, a little boring. I said, what do you mean? His conversation is limited. And then she goes, you know, I need a conversationalist. And she said, you know, women conversation is one of the top, top priority, which is true. So if you are a man listening to me right now, please remember, conversation, communication are super important for women, more than for guys. Guys more like the ooh-la-la and all that. So just keep that in mind. We're going to talk about that during the show, I'm sure. You calls are next. Bonjour Stacey, what's going on tonight?
2: Bonjour Simon, Um, I just had a question. Um, The past year my husband and I have gotten to a rut. We've both gained like 25 to 30 pounds both of us and we've found comfort in eating and watching a lot of TV together and I just feel like we're both not feeling very sexy or good about ourselves, and we just seem not to be able to get motivated to mm-hmm. feel better about ourselves, and I just didn't know if you had any suggestions on how to help get our groove back.
1: Get the groove back for the ooh-la-la.
2: Right, right, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you actually had ooh la
2: Oh, God, I don't know, like two months ago?
1: Okay. So, here's the thing. Um the pandemic has forced us to spend too much time together inside yep. the house. It's just too much time for everybody. So the solution is outside of the house. The solution is to take a picnic where it's safe outside. Take walk outside, run outside, bicycle outside. My point is to get back in shape, you have to do it somewhere. It's, it's more exciting than inside the home, exercising or working out. And also do a picnic, do destinations. And prepare for that. So you give goals. All right, um, if we lose five pounds in the next two weeks, let's just go there, okay? Uh, Do you have a car? Yes. Wonderful. So that's the safest way to travel right now. So you take your car and then you you deserve a good picnic and you pick up the food and it's like rewarding. And then you'll decide another destination if you lose more pounds. You see, it's like a together exercise to get back to where you were. And it's fun and romantic because who doesn't like picnics with spring coming up?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good idea, seriously.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I also do. I mean, even though I'm single, but I, I found peace outside. You know, I'm I'm like you. I go crazy inside all the time, and, and I work from home, so it's like, where do I go? But I still force yeah. myself to walk and go outside by myself, do things.
2: Yeah, that's uh, it's a really good point. I just need to get outside and get some sunshine. And
1: <laughs> Yeah, and also separately, too. Pain. Separately, right? There is... Time together and time outside separately. Or you take the car, you walk, you spend time separately. You need oxygen in your relationship, in your marriage, <laughs> in your partnership. Oh yes, yeah,
2: that's so true. You're right. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, good luck to you. You know what to do. Thank you for calling and have a good night, Stacy. Thank you, Simon. You know, talking about oxygen in a relationship, have you ever felt like you were in need of oxygenation in your relationship? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship and felt like you needed oxygen, like you couldn't breathe, that the presence of the other person was this, you couldn't breathe, and you needed you know oxygenation of the relationship. It's oxygen, and what is oxygen in a relationship? It's, it's the essence of what also keeps us together. You be able to breathe well. The first thing you have to think about when there is a lack of oxygen is is there an unspoken, right? Something that takes all the energy because we, we are, you know not being honest with each other. That's a big one. Unspoken, a lie, a hidden story, skeleton in the closet. something that sucked the oxygen out of the relationship. And and the second thing that when I think about why we need oxygen in a relationship is something we've kind of experienced very badly this year. Let's talk about it next. So in this last 12 months, some of you, if you are in a relationship, living together, partnership, married, and so on, uh, I've expressed often on this show that you needed oxygen, that um, it was too much. So there's two things that usually are sucking out the oxygen in a relationship. A, a lie, an unspoken skeleton in a closet, so you have to pretend. Uh, B, too much with the same person every day. And that's what we've uh, experienced with the pandemic. And some people feel guilty about this. Oh, my God, I love you so much. But loving somebody doesn't mean you want to be with them 24-7, and that's normal. Spending time apart is oxygen for a relationship. You need it. Take your car, take walks, do things. You've got to keep oxygenation of the relationship. Uh, that's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Nikki.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Nikki. What's going on tonight? How can I help?
0: I, um, I wonder if I should date somebody in my professional um, world. Uh, we live in different states. Um, The reason why I'm asking is because I did it before and it wasn't a good outcome. And Uh I don't know if I should give it another try.
1: I see. Uh, Which field uh, of work are you uh, in?
0: (laughs) Stand-up comedy.
1: I see. So now, what happened the last time you dated uh, another comedian?
0: Uh, It became a relationship. And, of course, it didn't last. And I think that's the one. You know, we all have that one relationship that really breaks us. And that was the one. And,
1: but what do you mean, of course it didn't work out? I mean, because what made it not work out?
0: Um, I think pushing it to something that I shouldn't have been from the beginning.
1: Okay, but it's not the fact that you were two, both comedians, right?
0: Uh, no, it, it, most of it was no, but towards the end, it I think it was. In what way? Um, I think the comedy world got into our business, and we allowed it. And I think that is what that's that what puts the fear into me if this next guy doesn't work and you know
1: oh I with, see, yeah, the next guy, the new guy, tell me about him, what is he like
0: um humorous, persistent, um outspoken, and mm-hmm. tender, he seems tender a sweet guy, yeah, yep, you like him. Um, I am. I, I'm still getting to know him, but for right now, I do like him.
1: So, I mean, by that, like when you see him, would you like to kiss him?
0: Yes, but I, I'm still <laughs> taking it slow just with that. But, yeah, I want to, but I haven't.
1: <laughs> I get you. Listen, you have a magic tool, intuition. Women's intuition is 100% right all the time. Hmm. So, in your intuition, Nikki, do you think this would be a good match for you?
0: Yes, we'll see. Yes.
1: All right, then give it a chance. Give it a chance. Who doesn't dare, doesn't live. Listen, the worst can happen. It's not going to work out. You'll get another one. But if it's the right one, you don't want to miss the chance. Who doesn't dare, doesn't live. That is the key of success in life. It doesn't matter if we fail, but it matters that we tried. Right? Right. So, Nikki, continue to see this guy. Don't worry about what he's doing. What matters is how your heart feels around him, how you feel safe, if you feel warmth, if you feel heard. If you feel excited, if you want to kiss him and ooh-la-la and all that, those are the good signs. Okay. All right, Nikki, good luck to you. Thank you for calling and have a good night.
0: Thank you, Simon.
1: Coming up, we are going to listen to Vanessa's voicemail because she went through a boyfriend's phone and now she needs my advice. So Vanessa's voicemail is coming up next. So please remember that if you have a question, a dilemma, a problem, you're never alone with it. All you have to do is leave me a voicemail. And I'll play it on air, just like I'm going to do for Vanessa's voicemail. Take a listen.
0: Bonjour, Simon. My name is Vanessa. So I finally met a guy that I really, really like, but I messed up. I went through his phone, and it just feels like it's the end. And I really, really like him. Um, My question to you is, how do I redeem myself from this situation? How do I get him to look at me the same and, and still have those same butterflies that he did and trust me? Before, I did the deed and went through a song. Um, thanks, Simon. I, I really could use your help on this one. so I'll be listening.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa, for um, your question. Yeah, What do you do if uh, you go behind your partner's back into his or her phone, you find nothing, and now you know, the partner doesn't trust you for doing this? Um, I think there's one thing you should do to get the trust back, and I'll tell you that next. So what do you think Vanessa should do? She just left me a voicemail, said Simon, you know, I went into my partner's phone behind his back, found nothing. I've told him, now he doesn't trust me. Now I don't know what to do because I really like him and I feel like, you know, I did something wrong. And it is wrong. Remember, always ask for your partner to open their phone in front of you. Do not go into somebody's phone. It's like stealing information. Just like cops cannot go into a house without a warrant. Same thing. Now here's what I would do. A, you have to apologize a lot. Two to express why you did it and ask him how did that make you feel. I want you man to express to you how he felt so you can detox from the frustration. And ask him quite often. I'm very, very sorry, I just want to know how did that make you feel I did that. And then you listen to him, complain, because he has to to detox, make room for love again. And then you're charming, you know, the guys with simple creature. You just you apologize, you ask him how he feels and you charm him and then anything is possible. That's my advice. Uh, You go the next. Bonjour Nadia.
3: Bonjour Simon.
1: Bonjour Nadia, what's going on? How can I help you tonight?
3: Okay, so there is a man that I've known for 18 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a daughter who's 17. He's known me since she was little, okay? But he's not her father. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm single for three years and he's just recently gotten divorced so he's called me up and I want to change the status of our relationship for the last 18 years to you know so I just want to know is this like a rebound thing or should I really look into it
1: okay question number one how does that make you feel
3: I'm very confused. I'm confused. I've known him as just a friend, an associate, a business friend. Yep. And I'm also a little bit flattered.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
3: Ooh. <laughs> I'm yeah. A little bit flattered. I'm, I must then. say that he's seen me like all this time, and, and like now it just seems like an opportune time. And I'm just like, Wow.
1: Okay. 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 But my question was. Do you like him? I mean, how does that make you feel, like, romantically? You like him or not?
3: I'm having a problem admitting this, but I do like him.
1: I, I think he's
3: attractive. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry when I'm blushing. <laughs> I think he's attractive, and, you know, I've, I, he's, he's a very sharp guy. Even today's day and age, he's the type of guy that will wear three pieces. Uh-huh. And he's always a suit and tie every Saturday night, even during uh-huh. the pandemic. You know, he's just really awesome. He's been supportive of me, so yeah, I really do like him. I just don't. I think I'm afraid of rejection or something, or I don't
1: know. Yeah, we all are. We all are welcome to the club. Uh, we <laughs> all are. <laughs> but but I like that. I mean, the way you talk about him, I don't see any reason why not give it a chance. Honestly, I, I, you like him. I like him. I'm, I'm on your side. So the <laughs> way you talked about him, yeah, it was okay. nice, and you, you you felt good about him. So I said, give him a chance. You know, slowly but surely.
3: Slowly but surely. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Life is about love. Right? So if if you don't dare, you don't live. And if you don't have love in your life, you're missing a lot. So I said this guy's potential, I said give him a chance and go from there. Okay?
3: Okay. I will. Thank you very much.
1: You are most welcome, Nadia. Thank you so much and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go check Shonda Instagram DM and help her with her love life. So that's next. So I got an Instagram DM at one radio from Shonda who goes, Bonjour Simon, I texted a guy that I've been seeing to hang out again. And he hasn't responded in three days. So should I text him again or just wait and see what happens? A good question. What should you do if you texted somebody and you haven't heard back from them in three days? I'll tell you what to do next. So what do you think Shonda should do? She texted a guy that she's been seeing... Uh, to hang out again, and he hasn't responded to her in three days. Should Shonda text him again, or should she wait and see what happens? Um, Shonda, once you have texted somebody, you can't text again. It doesn't help. So I say you wait and see what happens. Don't be attracted by rejection. Also, some people are not available. Some people have met somebody else. We live in a world there. Things change by the hour when it comes to dating. So it's not against you. Just, you know... If in the next three days you haven't heard back from Max, just move on. That's my advice. Uh, But so far, by him not answering in three days, he shows he's not that into you. So sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but I want to protect your heart, and you can start looking, actually. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Selina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Selina. So I understand something romantic happened to you. I don't know what it is, but I'm all ears.
2: It is. I'm getting married.
1: But oh, this, congratulations, Bazeltov! Tell me about thank that.
3: Thank you. Well, the dingbat bought me the wrong diamond. I've, I've been saying for years that I wanted a princess cut, and when, when he proposed, he gave me a square. And when I looked at him like he was crazy, because I know he knows what I want, he said, he said, you got to understand, I had to buy this diamond. And I said, but why? And he said, because it has a fleck that matches the one in your right eye. Okay, that's it. You can't even be mad at him after that. How how fast did I say yes?
1: (laughs) Yes. How how did that make you feel?
3: Amazing. I didn't even know I had a fleck in my right eye. (laughs) I've been staring in the mirror for years.
1: (laughs) I like that. First of all, again, congratulations to both of you. Uh, Best of luck and many years of happiness. Thank you so much. You got it. Have a good night, Celine. You too. Let's talk about guilt to finish the show. Do you feel guilty when you turn your partner down for the ooh-la-la? Let's talk about that next. Do you feel guilty when you turn your partner down for the ooh-la-la? Yes or no? When I want to know, I post on my social media at one radio, and thank you for voting massively on that question. 53% of you said yes. Uh, I felt guilty when I turned my partner down for the ooh-la-la. 40% of you voted no for turning your partner down, for the ooh uh, I don't remember turning any partner down for the ooh and so <laughs> I cannot really answer that question. Uh, I love the ooh Who doesn't? Uh, especially after all this time by myself uh, in the country, in the Midwest, and zero for so long. I forgot what it was like. Really. Uh, anyway, you have a good night. Thank you for listening and spending the evening with me. Bonsoir.
2: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.